Ready? Let's get ready. real. It's fucking real. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My and name is Matt Casnell, and for those who don't drink <laughs> rose, because you know what? We're not exclusionary. My name is Matt Casnell, and I am joined as I always am by my bros in rose. To my right, Mr. Richard Sweeten. Hello. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And across from me in person, Mr. Tim Hansen. Hey, you guys. How's it going, man? Oh, it's just fantastic here. You fellas having a good day so far? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah? Good. Pretty Aces. solid. If you had a rate on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate today? Solid 7.5. 7.5? Seven okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. 7.5. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm about it. It's, it's, it's 10. Guys, when we talk about the optimism <laughs> Oh, it's thing. an A+. Plus. It's, a, it's, it's an A+. Plus. A plus 10. You changed the scale. How are we to yeah. know? That's fair. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Your my, fault. It is my fault. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 7.2 of Brose. Uh, if you are interested in following us on Twitter, we're available at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, the, of course, the point of the show is to answer questions from you, the listener, about the life the universe, and the everything. The, 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 the. 42. Or the, 42, exactly. So you can send us questions at brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, before we get to this week's questions, though, uh, we wanted to address a question that we uh, went over in episode 6.2. 6.2, uh, listener Mike uh, asked us to pit our favorite action heroes against each other in a Mortal Kombat-style fight. In, in in that discussion, we had uh, broken it down from seed one being John Wick, seed two being uh, the transporter Jason Statham, seed three was Jason Bourne, and seed four was Demolition Man, Sly Stallone. Yes. Uh, we brought it to being against uh, seed one and seed three, John Wick versus Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. And then we asked you, the listeners, Who would on, on both Facebook and Twitter, who it would be. On Twitter, with four votes out of four votes, Mr. John Wick wins. John Wick. That's what I'm talking about. I might have voted for that. (laughs) (laughs) So how many Facebook accounts do you have? On Twitter or Facebook or both? I don't remember. So congratulations to John Wick and... and, uh, That's just Twitter. We haven't done Facebook yet. We have another one. Oh, we didn't do Facebook. On Facebook, with 70% of the votes... Uh, John Wick wins. Yeah, I, I don't think I voted on that one. So. Absolute uh, Yeah, and that was out of twenty votes. So out of twenty-four votes, noise. John Wick got. Jason Bourne doesn't remember anything that happened to him, and he's still kicking ass. He blacks. Well, he blacks out. He's got then... potential. The upside on Jason Bourne is enormous. He's only operating at like ten percent potential. He's like Joel Embiid playing basketball. Joel Embiid only started playing basketball like. Five years ago, and he's like one of the five best players in the NBA. He's That's like Jason Bourne. He's like Shaggy, only using ten percent of his power. It's exactly. like it's just like Shaggy. Um, so, congratulations to John Wick, uh, Sean. Your thoughts on the results? Of the I mean, I saw it coming from a mile away. Honestly, <laughs> get out of my face. He has nothing to lose except for his dog. That's Another true. one for dog. Oh, 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 his dog. Woof, woof, woof. Look, um, the trailer for the new one looks amazing. So. Yeah, those movies. Are when awesome. was the last time? All of those movies. Go watch movie. all of them. The Jason. Bourne born 50 of them the three john wick movies one of them hasn't come out yet uh, uh two, demolition man two transporter two movies. transporter movies get on uh, it. there's four transporter movies are there really four transporter oh movies how many of them are jason statham though 
All of them. Oh, okay. Then it's I just the show one. that doesn't have him, and the guy in the show is okay. Okay. We also have um, Brian, uh, an unrelated story, but breaking news coming into the Brose uh, newsroom. Uh, the Eagles are picking up Nick Foles' option, which is interesting uh, because oh, I thought they were going to not. I thought they were not going to pick up I'd... his option. So now we have that Nick Foles financially in doesn't make sense. But all right. Oh uh, yeah, you can pay twenty million dollars for backup. Now, to not to get too much into the weeds, but Foles can basically um, pay his way out of it. Like he can pay two million dollars, and then he's out of the contract. So it's not a guarantee that Nick Foles is on the team next year, but things got a little interesting. See, right just, there. my perspective, it just doesn't make sense for the Eagles to make that investment at this point. No, because they want Carson Wentz is the Who franchise can, of the team. Yeah, for yeah, Foles, drop, it doesn't matter. Drop, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, drop There's Wentz. no reason they should. You're out on Wentz. I'm out on Wentz. Also, well, oh, no. I, I, think, I think he's very good, but I think a lot more a lot more can be gained by dropping him and getting a good uh, – like a couple of good running backs. Oh, I'm on board. I, I, I disagree. Not, I, I, I want to keep Foles. I, I, want, no, I don't keep Foles. I want to <laughs> get rid of Foles because I think you can use the money that you're paying him to get. You're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I understand like getting rid of the very injury prone quarterback for a non injury prone quarterback, but yeah, like Wentz is a fantastic quarterback. He just he just favors Ertz like it's his job. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a and ignores the other half. Well, that'd be fair. That that's. That could be part of it, but like I think the problem with keeping Foles in addition to Wentz is no, it's one or the other. It's got to be one or the you're other. You're splitting your team. You can't. You're splitting your team. You're making your Q, your primary QB be like so. You don't think I can hack it? And, Which, you, and the whole time, can, the moment if you have Nick Foles and Carson Wentz on the same team, and the first game of the season, Nick uh, Wentz throws two picks. Immediately, well, let's bring back Foles. Let's yeah. bring back Nicky. Let's run it back. We like, did that this year. Yeah. We switched them back and forth, and they both sucked at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season, they were both rough. Uh, and then at the end of the year, they finally put Foles in when Carson got hurt. And yeah, but I, I don't contribute a lot of that to Foles coming back, and more so to the rest of the team getting their shit together. I, I agree with that yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, yeah. the team got so you, you beat can't up. Put, yes, it's like, okay, we put Foles in, shit went well, but it's not because you put Foles in. No, it, it's almost like if you're at work and, like... John, like you know, like the, the the number one contributor to your team is out for the week. And it's like, oh, but good news, we have fuck up Steve coming in, and fuck up Steve's going to help us out for the week. You all know, oh, we have to get our act together because is fuck up kicker? Steve's here instead of the the number one guy on our team. You all have to step up your game a little <clears> bit, and and I think that's sort of what it, not not to discredit anything of what Nick Foles has done because Nick Foles is a good quarterback. But I think if you're a backup on that team and you know the backup quarterback is coming in, you all know, okay. We can't screw up because we don't have our our mm-hmm. best guys out there. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, so anyway, that was just interesting. It came <laughs> it came in at the last minute here, and I was not expecting that piece of news. So uh, so football talk. <laughs> and this is airing like three weeks after the Super yeah. Bowl, so it's yeah. or two weeks <laughs> after the Super Bowl. So on a side note, we all have wines, right? Yeah, we do. We absolutely oh, do yeah, have wines. What's wine, Mister Mister O'Brien? How would you like to tell us about your wine? Okay, so this week I'm drinking Justin. Uh, a 2017 Central Coast Rosé. Uh, so in terms of tasting notes, we have uh, grapes for our rosé are whole cluster pressed with minimal skin contact to provide this uh, it's classic <laughs> pink hue with aromas of Bing cherry, notes of ripe strawberry, and a crisp, refreshing finish. It's the perfect wine for alfresco dining. Um, and honestly, I, I guess I agree. It's very refreshing and, uh, it has that, it's not overly sweet. It's that sweet isn't the, uh, primary, uh, attribute that I would give this wine. Yeah. 
It's not above average. It's no Josh. No. It's about it's about on par with Nicholas. I like it a lot, and okay. I, like I would drink this on purpose by myself. Nice. <laughs> I, I agree with that because mine. I'm, I'm on this. I'm at the same point. I'm drinking Matua Pinot Noir and Rosé, and I, I think I've decided that this is the right mix of Rosé for me. I love Pinot Noir, um, and this is a nice way to cut the sweetness of Rosé with a little bit more of the dryness of a Pinot. Um, and I, I really like it. This is the second Pinot Noir Rosé that I've had. And I think this is really my sweet spot as far as uh, red wine is concerned. Because I think with almost all rosés, you're going to get a, a good amount of sweetness just because it's a it's a rosé. Um, but it's it's sort of what you accompany with it. If all you have is sweetness, as you were saying, like mm. you're, you're just going to get sick. So, um, Rich, what are you drinking? Uh, I am uh, drinking uh, Amelia, a uh, Bordeaux rosé. And um, it... Tasting notes, it is it is all about making an entrance with luscious aromas of red berries and hints of bean cherries. Uh, this wine entices and captivates the palate. Bing. Hold on. A wine to sip and enjoy all year round. Perfect pairing with friends. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> I would wow. say... That's very I, nice, but it uh, sounds like you hate us. <laughs> no, no, no. Aim it high, but you fucked it. No, I hate this. Uh, okay. I, I would not say I it's... I was going to say he hates friends. I, I, I love yeah. this wine. I hate you. <laughs> it is... I wouldn't say it's brothel, but Ooh. it's fairly below average. Wow. We haven't okay. had any brothel wines no. uh, since we started. Well, you, you don't like rosé, so you're yeah. a little bit skewed. Yeah. yeah, but I never say brothel. I never go that far. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't like it, but it's all right. Yeah, I think it's, at worst, generally, we're just like, well, I don't like this, but I could see why people would. Yeah, yeah. I've done below average like twice, maybe. Yeah. So would you say that that even if you were a big rosé fan, because you, you like rosé more than Tim does, but yeah. would you say that if you were a rosé fan that this is a good rosé for you to drink? Huh? This is a live test. Okay. No, no, can't no. get into it. It's just I don't know. There's an after. No, it's just I think it's the alcohol content is really kicking it off. It's thirteen percent. Well, so is this yeah. one? Um, and it's just I don't know. It's not as sweet as I expect. A, it's a lot more bitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Than than a rosé I would expect. Yeah, mine's at mine's at a thirteen, and I can sort of like it definitely cuts into the sweetness once yeah. you get up to the ABV. Yeah. Um, Tim, you have a very lovely bottle. I know, isn't it pretty? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, so I am drinking Allegro's Punk Sweet Rosé Table Wine. I primarily got it for the sweet uh, early '90s, like New Orleans artwork of a saxophone on the front. It's really cool looking. Tasting notes: a sweet pink pleaser of a wine, fun and flirty, served chilled. It's uh, made in Pennsylvania, so repping. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Did you say what is, part of Pennsylvania? Uh, Brogue. I don't know where the hell that is. <laughs> but it's in Pennsylvania, apparently. Incidentally, it's... when this episode comes out, I will be uh, leaving for New Orleans in one, two, three, four, five days after this episode airs. Oh, no, snap. So I will go and verify with them that this is authentic uh, use of the New Orleans uh, aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, we're probably wrong. Yeah, probably not. Whatever. So do, we need, do we need to get street team stickers for you to place... All yes, over yes, we do. <laughs> I need a big brosé sense because we um we'll, we'll get into this. I'm sure as as we keep talking about it, but uh, we we go on a float. We're on we're in one of the parades that airs on Friday night, and if I could get a gigantic brosé sign oh, to yeah. hold <laughs> while I remember it, because halfway through the ride, uh, what normally happens is that our float uh gets delayed by about an hour because the the parade that goes right before us is full of very old floats that break down all the time. Uh-huh. And so there's only one thing to do when you're broken down is I start Drink. drinking. Yeah. So <laughs> by the halfway point of the parade, I am 
gone. So, uh, <laughs> but as long as I remember the sign for the first half of the parade, then we'll get so, some yeah, free. Throw pro. out some. Uh, we'll get know. some Brose stickers. We'll get we'll get on Vista Print and see what Toast. we can make happen. But uh, <laughs> my wine is delicious, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. Wait, last, last episode, I said it tasted pretty much just like grape juice. Now I'm kind of going more cranberry grape, like that okay. cran grape you get from. Oh, nice. That, I, don't I, wanna, I very much like. I don't want to say Ocean Spray because I, I think that's too sugary, and okay. this isn't yeah. quite there. Okay, well, that's uh, good. But that's it's, what I like. It's I like delicious. the I like the sweetness when it's undercut by that bitterness. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely. Uh, I I I'm finding from a lot of the rosés, I just don't hate. I don't like how dry they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm just like eh, or is it tannins? Is that what it is? <laughs> too many tannins. I think you're right. I think it's the, the tannic <laughs> nature of the rosé is what you don't like. Yes, right. Yeah. Nailed it. I don't know. I read a whole book about rosé. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be the expert here. We're yeah. counting on you. All right, all right. So uh, for the first time, we're gonna have Tim Hansen because he's in person. He's Not live. The first time. That you're reading the question. Well, not the five star in person, but you're the first. This is the first time we're going to ask you to read the questions. Isn't that no, right? I think. Oh, no. Did, oh, well, you he, did read it the other time. Me and Richie split yeah, last time split. I was here. That's right. Okay. Sorry, I, I don't remember me either. <laughs> that was that was also the first time we all split. On That's what I. Okay, okay, okay. So that is the first time we split them. So anyway, a lot of words on this piece of paper. So for the first time in a while, Mr. Hansen's going to read the questions from envelope number two. There are two glasses on it. What, what's on the envelope? I was going to say, am I not describing my own envelope? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> So like Matt was so nice to say, there's two glasses of rosé and hearts on the front of this envelope. And on the back, it says, ask for a sponsorship from the creators of Josh the Wine. I hope the creator's name is Josh, which we already know it isn't. <laughs> it is no, not. It's, no, it was, Josh, Josh was, was his, his dad's name. Mm. Oh. Josh was his dad. Oh, I, I had it backwards. I think so. And his name is not Josh, but I don't remember what it is. I don't remember. It's either. some other J name, I think. Just also wasn't Josh. But yeah, so if you're listening, Josh Wineries... Uh, sponsor us. Big opportunity. We just got followed by some sort of wine thing on Twitter. So oh, we got snap. Followed, we got followed by a bunch of, like, Somalis or something, right? Like, we got, I, we got we, followed well, by a we fake... Followed, we, followed, we followed a bunch of Somalis. <laughs> we got followed <laughs> by a fake masters. got milk. There is uh, no account. way that Josh the Wine, or the whoever, whichever company produces Josh the Wine, has gotten nearly as much publicity as they've received for free <laughs> yeah, for right. the podcast. <laughs> Because we know way. It's my favorite wine, right. which none of you have drank. You nope. no, nobody had. Oh. Got, I've had two bottles. I, I did see a I bottle of Dark Horse. Oh, yeah, Horse when I got this one. I saw a bottle of Dark Horse. I have a, yeah, I got one came for my birthday. Yes, you did. <laughs> that wasn't us. I uh, know. Wait, uh, yes, it was. No, maybe. I think it was. I we didn't get you, you got, another bottle. You of got Josh. me Nicholas. Oh yeah, we got you Nicholas. Right. Okay. Sean's thing is uh, wines with names. <laughs> dudes' names. Dudes' names. Gotta be dudes' names. Fair. Tim, what's the first question? Um. So this one's long. Since Kingdom Hearts 3 just came out, which video game series is your favorite and why? For instance, mine is the Kingdom Hearts series because the story is incredibly interwoven and layered. Plus, I get to go around kicking ass with Donald and Goofy in a bunch of Disney worlds that remind me of my childhood. Is this my mom submitting another question? <laughs> no, this is uh, Troutykins. Oh, okay. Jortsy oh. Troutykins. I refuse to use your real name because ha ha. Okay, Trout. That's a good question. Yeah. So your favorite video game series? I would have to go with Resident Evil. Okay, why Resident Evil? I just, I fucking love zombies. Mm. Like, the zombie aspect and the survival horror nature of the original sets of games, leading all the way through 4, just amazing. And even, like, Resident Evil 0, Code Veronica, 1, 2, 3, and 4, like, they're just, they're just, they're fantastic games. And I really need to get the remake of the sec, of the, of Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I heard it's super good. I I heard it's great. Yeah, it's, it, it, I'm, I love them. They're just, they're so good. And just like the, even like the minutia of like the different stories. And like the first one that I fully remember was Resident Evil 2. 
and how you could get an alternate ending by playing the game a second time where you end up having to fight Tyrant after defeating William. It's just so cool. Mm. And like like the the zombies and yeah. like the even the graphics in the original games were, were great. How I, like, I remember they scared me as a kid. Yeah. I, oh. I seen video of Resident, the original Resident Evil like recently and I'm like this is still scary yeah, as hell. Yeah. Like it looks uh, good. I I'll never forget uh, I was it was when they remade Resident Evil 1 for the GameCube. I was at my grandparents' house playing it, and there was this one chair that sat right in front of the TV, and behind it, like, you could walk behind it to get to the kitchen. Well, I'm sitting there, and it's in, you're in the hallway where you first get introduced to the Cerberus as they jump through the window, and I know it's coming. My sister just walks by, and it's like, huh! It's like, <laughs> I almost throw the controller, I'm like... You scared me because I know what's coming up, and that's scary, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was ready for the one jump scare, not that one. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's just, they're such cool games, and, like, yeah. zombies are just awesome. I love zombies. So, Matt, what do you think about Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to go next, but, I mean, listen. My no, favorite... I'm throwing this straight at you. All right, that's fine, because, uh, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog's my favorite video game series, I think. I fully I will fully acknowledge that it's not the best video game series. Like I I, fu- I fully acknowledge that there are better like deeper games. But as far as games that I enjoyed the most when I was young and will still enjoy today, like it's it's an easy to pick up and play game. And yeah. and when you're a kid, like yeah, at first like the idea of like oh it's a hedgehog that runs really fast. It's like the the typical like attitude of a, of a small animal. It's very nineties, very nineties. Yeah, yeah. But they had, but they also started adding like small nods to like Japanese anime. Um, like the third Sonic game, you had this big fight in space <laughs> as Sonic the Hedgehog as Super Sonic, which is essentially a Super Saiyan like Dragon Ball Z uh, type yeah. of character. Uh, and you're fighting in space against a robot to save, like, a whole planet. Like, that's very Japanese. Like, that's very <laughs> anime. And when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, my God, I love Sonic the Hedgehog, and I love Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I played Sonic 3, and then that came out, and I'm like, I also love Dragon Ball Z, so this part of the game is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it just hit all of, it checked every box for me when I was younger. So, and I'll still go back and play it, like, it's just, it's it's comfort food for me. That's like uh, Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast. And yes. The, uh, oh, the, yeah. The oh, man, man, that that game one where, you, where you put, like, you, you, like, snowboarded down the yeah, street. Yeah. Yes. City of so cool. Yeah, it's dope. That and soundtrack fucks, by the way. Exactly. That whole soundtrack Honestly, is great. Sonic might have the best soundtrack of almost yeah. any video game. In terms yes. of music. Not yes. in, like, terms of ambient noise and stuff, but, like, in terms of straight music. Straight Sonic, music. Sonic mm-hmm. 2 is stuff like I I could listen to anytime I wanted. Yes, they're they're getting there with like the 3D Mario games, like everything since like Sunshine. Yeah, those the scores for those Mario games are amazing. Yes, and so yeah, Sonic is up there uh, is is and the mu- above that, and beyond. And the music is is a huge part of it for me because I will like like I've discussed in podcasts before. I'll listen to soundtracks straight up, but there's like there's elements of everything. There's like prog rock sort of in there. There's a yeah. lot of electronica. There's like new jack swing like. Mm. Real weird stuff that that gets influenced in those in those songs, like Sonic Mania just came out uh, a couple years ago, uh, which was sort of like the blast from the past, like two D Sonic that, yeah. that, that was redone, and it, and the music for it is great. Yeah, so I I love that whole series and Sonic Three and Knuckles, which is like the game when you combine Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles, because back in the day 
when they play, they had this the cartridge, the cartridge stacked oh, on top yeah. of each other. You stack Sonic Three <laughs> on top Genesis. of Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, exactly. You get you get the whole game, and that's that. I think is my favorite game I've ever played. Back in the day, an expansion set is buying a new game and putting the game on top, stuffing of it, it right there. on top. Yeah. So that that for all those reasons and many more, Sonic's my favorite series. Um, Tim, what is your favorite video game series of all time? Uh, I'd probably go with the Assassin's Creed series. Okay, I'm a little behind. Primarily because I got sucked into Destiny 2 and played the F out of that. And now I'm behind in that just because I haven't been playing video games. But the Assassin's Creed series, up until Unity at least, uh, the the story is just so good. Not just the current time frame and how they just keep throwing back into the history. I also really like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of history in this. Oh it's, my it's pretty, god! And it's pretty like accurate too. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely accurate. And when they even designed the maps, they were like, "All right, what building was where?" And they tried to pay a ton of attention to the historical accuracy. The was it Unity that was in France? Didn't they get like an almost one to one scale of France? Oh wow! I don't remember. I didn't yeah. finish Unity because it more or less that, forces you to do of, multiplayer, and I'm like, Fuck yeah, they yeah. kind of fell off for a little while, and yeah. I think they're coming back. Like, the, like Black Flag, I heard was really good, Black, and then they started. Yeah, that yeah. was before Unity. Black yeah. Flag, Black Flag was really good, and then yeah, they came out with Unity and Syndicate, which kind of fell apart. But then Odyssey and Origins, <laughs> yeah, they're have, killing it. My brother told me they're amazing. Yeah, I, I think what was the issue was they were trying to put out assassin's creed like a madden game yeah, yeah they were trying to, oh yeah they were trying to put them out too fast and you kind of have to like let them yeah. let them marinate a little so bit. what i yeah. think they fell for it partially that but also uh in any game in the market is like hey we came up with a new thing for our game and trying to shove that mechanism down your throat oh like there's a new mechanic and they're just yeah. like so like yeah. mul- there have been multiplayer stuff in previous iterations of Assassin's Creed, but when you get to Unity, it's like, here are story missions that you cannot play by yourself. You have to play them. Use our new toy. And I'm like, but fucking no. If I want to do a, like, solo campaign, it's because I want to do a solo campaign. I can't be in the middle, and you're like, nope, you gotta play with somebody else. Fuck you. I don't wanna. (laughs) Like, if I wanted to play with Vince, I'd just be like, hey, Vince, you wanna play a game? (laughs) I only yeah. use that because Vince is the only, like, me and him did one mission. I did a mission with some rando. I'm like, and okay. I am not touching this game again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the story is just so good. And if you dig into all the extra stuff, it's just like, here's more history. So hmm. uh, I I feel like no one looks into history and it's often forgotten. And if we forget our history, we're doomed to repeat ourselves. So. Yeah. Hey, man, Assassin's Creed. Listen, any way you can learn about it, whether it's Assassin's Creed or mm-hmm. or what have you. But um, if we're talking school. If we're talking soundtrack, Final Fantasy VII. I wanted to throw that in there that I do love Sonic music, yes. but Final Fantasy VII's OST is the tits. There was a. It's very nostalgic. Like yeah. you'll, you'll hear the the. the but it also but it also runs just, the whole yeah. gambit. Like you've got that orchestral stuff. You've got that like uh, rock stuff from like the one, battle themes. One winged angel was yeah. amazing. Oh my god! But and the rock covers that have come out for when they did Advent Children. Oh my god! Yeah. But. I'll, I'll turn on and say from Final Fantasy VIII, Liberi Fatale is much better. The, that's that song that when they're dancing? Uh, he wrote he wrote it. Uh, no, that's one of the original. How is it? Bum, 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 bum. It yeah. almost sounds like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking When you're fighting yeah. the, the main uh, bad guy. Uh, right? Ultimisha the, yeah. and what's her name? Yeah, Liberi Fatale is it. so it's much so better. Good. It's, but that's one song. Yeah. I, okay. I'm arguing the entire soundtrack. Yeah. I will. There was a podcast I was listening to that they recently did a retrospective on PlayStation One soundtracks and music, and they made the argument that I kind of agree with, which is that 
era of music is really the best for video game music because you had the it was just the right sweet spot of you have the technology to make really cool soundtracks but you still have like the late 80s early 90s mindset of these have to actually be songs yeah. like once you get into PS2 like the the newer games like new video games are very theatrical for better and for worse because you you end up getting a lot of like like Metal Gear, for example, had really good music back in the day, but now it's a lot of just like the sweeping orchestral, like, yeah, yeah. very bland kind of theatrical yeah. kind of music. It's PlayStation, just kind of thrown on there as part of, uh, instead of being like actual thought and how will this enhance the experience of what you are per- currently going through. Exactly. Like I can listen to the OST for FF7 and I'll know exactly where I am in the game. Yeah, exactly. You know? in, in, in that era of music, you have the technology to make it really good, but you still have, you, you're not copping out and just yeah. making it orchestral mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Sean, what is your favorite video game series? So my favorite series is hard. I'm going to say, I'm going to just go, Zelda is probably my favorite series because Ocarina of Time is the first game I ever beat by myself. Oh, wow. And so I was like, 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 and actually like put effort into it and, and like, I, it was like a whole new realm of storytelling. I'm super into so it. A, this is a big game to it be is. the first one you beat. Yeah. And it was, so that was, and I loved it. It was great. But I think the Shin Megami Tensei series, so the Persona, and Persona, Persona specifically, yeah. Yeah. are maybe my favorite games because I've dropped hundreds of hours into those games, and it's the same thing over and over again. But like, just the stories, and you get to like develop relationships with side characters and learn their stories. And I think it's 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 just really well done storytelling. It's very Asian, but like, <laughs> it's so good. And I very I like, and I think for me, even though I haven't, I've only played like three four and five but those games are so deep and i think storytelling to me is maybe the most important part of a game like i love uh i beat mario odyssey recently and that game was fun as hell and like i love super smash brothers but for me like a really good gaming experience involves a really complex and complete story and that's kind of why like i love kingdom hearts so much but the story is so convoluted at this point that i'm like i kind of you know at some point, you lose track, and it's just like we're just gonna make shit up now. Right. Yeah, 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 and like being yeah. I but I love those games. To be clear, mm-hmm. Trout love those fucking games. The, <laughs> and like I remember, I uh, I was playing that on the PS2. I beat the first one, and my my grandparents where the like where my PS2 was. They were like, "Why are you playing this? You beat Zelda. It's the same exact fucking thing." Like I don't understand why we bought oh this whole God. new system. And I'm like, what? "No, fuck you. Go away." <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly I'm fighting. I'm fighting fucking heartless with Goofy right now. SMD. Not Grandma. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah. But it, those games are so good. But I, I that's for me, I, I don't I can't think of like a specific series that's my absolute favorite. Like wins head head like Yeah. But yeah, I would say Zelda's my favorite, just nostalgia reasons and maybe the Persona games are like up there because of the story and how Right. It's, it's hard because it, for a series to be as good for like Zelda's a good one because it's it's been good for a very long time and it's it's sort of consistently good, even that's Sonic worst Well Sonic at the beginning was very very good. That's then yeah. it really fell off. <laughs> yeah. Then it came back. Like yeah. the newer ones are really good. Yeah, because yeah, they kind of went back to that original uh, recipe. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that was gonna say like for for Sonic specifically. Like I I, I won't necessarily cling to any Sonic games released after like oh five. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like the one where he turns into a werewolf. Not even the one where he makes out with a human person. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that one. Uh, which is a thing that happened. Uh, so yeah. I mean, any yeah. any honorable yeah. mentions? Yeah. Wait, you missed this? Halo. Halo. Oh, Halo. Halo okay. series is very Halo fun. series I, is. I really didn't good. like the third one. 
I thought it ended it ended with in a weird way, and it was kind I didn't of like, like the fourth. It was one. kind of like blue ballsy. They made a fourth one. Was the combat evolved? I think they're on five. No, oh, combat hell. evolved is oh, the original. Oh, and then it first. was what they did a re-release, and they added and changed a couple. Wasn't things. The, the was the fourth one the one when you were a space marine? Just like mm. separate from the story. No, that was that was um, that's not ODST. Yeah, that, no, not ODST. ODST. That was that's even before that was uh, Halo. Um, oh, shit, well, I can't remember. Yeah, wait, 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 wait not, not a Spartan. You were no, you were like a dude. You were oh, just that like, is ODST. Oh yeah, that is okay. ODST. So, yeah. was that that one was good. Yeah, no, 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 no that good. wasn't even the fourth one. It was so, it was a separate game uh, in and of itself. So Halo one, two, and three are considered the Master Chief Collection. And then they recently released four, which was Guardians. Okay. Uh, or am I one behind? I feel like we're missing... I feel like there's okay. five in the main well, series. That whole, that whole series what? is like the ultimate, like, college yeah. era. I, I, yeah. yeah, I played... I drink 99 berries and play... <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Mountain Dew and play yeah. Halo. But it, it's an honorable mention just because it was such... It, it brought a lot to this genre, and it kind of... Yeah. It launched Xbox, like, yeah, for yeah. A fact. absolutely, and, and like, it kept it strong for the, a significant period uh, of time. The Pokemon franchise, pretty much every game has been good, yeah. but they're all the same. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, Mario, but uh, but I agree. Yeah. After three, That's honorable mention, the ending of three was kind of like meh. But let's see what they do in the next one. And then the next one felt like we're just going to say fuck the rest of this series, yeah. mm. and almost start something new. But we'll call back to it, and it just. Felt so disconnected. Mass Effect too. That's a really good one. Mass Effect. Yeah. Is... I had to play those, but I well, never finished Andro- three. Mass Effect. The original Mass Effect series. Really First good. three. Andromeda yeah. sucks. Okay, that's what I heard. I um, keep seeing that on sale for like the like. I noticed that Andromeda is always on sale for like ninety percent off. Or... Yeah, <laughs> I, I just love yeah. the videos of, of it saying your checkpoints over here, and you walk in that direction, and then it's like never mind your checkpoints over here, and then you walk in that direction, and it's like nope, we were right the first time, and it's like <laughs> where the fuck do I go? But what I, is the, what? Oh, well, I would have to say my honorable mention. I'm sure you guys can all guess it. Is Monster Hunter? Yeah. Monster Hunter. I, oh. I've yeah. put over thousands of hours. That's, in and that honestly, game. I don't, I don't get it. But I love you, and yeah. I think that's a good. I mean, it's a good game. <laughs> love you, bro. My honorable yeah. mention's Madden because I've been playing it since I was seven, oh. and uh, it's it's the one game I'll play. Like I still play consistently with my uh, with my fifty uh, nine year old father. Uh, <laughs> so uh, even at this age, so. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what is the next question on our doc? All right. So, we, went, we went for a while on video games, so <laughs> we, we, we got to make some moves. If the four of you were the Golden Girls, who would oh, everyone man. be and why? And this says, see Addendum 1. Okay. So this was... <laughs> <laughs> the reason this was resent is because this got sent to us uh, during the one week of episodes when Sean was incapacitated. Uh, and what is our... Uh, Addendum 1 is a bunch of... Uh, is... are, are these earrings? Are they... St- no, no they're wine things. The things you put on wine bottles. Oh, oh dope as hell. So we can put these on our, so <laughs> put them on our glasses. The lovely four. Okay. They go in the bottles? So there are four Golden Girls. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Sh- sh- th- we're really going to have to lean on Sean for this. Because this yes. originally got asked during the, the week of episodes. I just want to see if Sean's ideas line up with my ideas. Because okay. I've already got everyone. <laughs> oh, you I, do? Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Here's, what I would, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say... Okay. So I think that... Uh, Richie is Blanche because he is currently single oh, <laughs> and ready to mingle. <laughs> uh, I think well, I had I, I thought know, about I'll this a lot. Blanche. You're Betty White, Tim. Fair. Uh, who's Rose? Uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and uh, then duh. I'm going to say that Matt is B. Arthur and I'm Sophia only because I'm older than Matt. 
But they're very, they're very similar characters. They have the similar like dry sense of humor, and that's what I would say. That's so. Does that line up with what you were going to say? Uh, no. Okay. But I like this. Damn close. <laughs> okay. All right. So more or less, you and Matt, yeah, nailed it. But me and Richie, I had us flipped simply because um, I, I I wouldn't say I've hoed around a lot more, but that's okay. You have though. You can say it. Yeah, it's fine. And w- and whereas Richie's got more of that wholesome like adorableness uh yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna amend it i think you're right yeah, okay. you're right. I think, yeah i think rich has that like nice naivete oh stem glass charms this was full oh, it even glass. says stem glass oh, charms. okay that's all right. there. so all right so we have here the stem glass charms for with that yeah, have so the, the faces out. of each of the golden girls on them and this is of course huge because sean is an enormous golden girl i am fan. an enormous golden girl but the, fan. the downside have, is our glasses are stemless Oh yeah, at the moment. But so you know mine's what? going on my mic. Yeah, I yeah, that's that. a great idea. Put it on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still forgot to take the cover photo for this, so we'll have to use these. But <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, but is there uh, any disagreement? Because that's what I think, and yeah. I, I honestly, I do love that show mm-hmm. uh, so much, so so much. It's how many t- how many times have you watched through it? Uh, I've only watched through it like once or twice, but it used to always be on so at like my yeah. There's there are seven six or seven seasons and yeah. it's just it's a mm-hmm. lot of it's a lot to work through but it's um i don't know you can and it's nice that you can kind of pick it up anywhere yeah. and just watch like, self an con- episode. each episode is self-contained it's yeah. not like i'm missing a bigger story no. there are bigger stories but it's yeah. not 100 percent necessary. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. not essential to knowing like, yeah 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 okay it's, it's that's golden girls is my comfort food it's my sonic all right. nice all right fair enough <laughs> next question should be a quickie yeah uh what was the last thing you googled all right, let's what was check. the last thing I googled? Yeah. Literally, the last thing I googled was uh, Valentine's Day and White Day in Japan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Call oh. it back to episode 7.1. Yeah, mine was paella. I know. <laughs> mine? mine... Oh, God. Oh, no, yeah, please. Mine was Celeste because me and uh, Matt were talking about indie games. Oh, yeah, and that game is clean. dope. And really good, dying really a lot. Hard. We it's... were talking about dying a lot in I video games. So, I, yeah, that game, uh, Play Celeste. It is a game about... Uh, depression and anxiety, and it's very, very difficult. But mm-hmm. it's a ni- It's nice because if you die, which you will like, thousands of times, yes. it takes you back maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. like it's like each each frame is almost self contained. It's like the old Mega Man games where it's like each frame is its own yeah uh, section. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good themes in there. Um, the last thing that I googled was uh, <laughs> I lost it already. But it is a uh, Chef John's Nashville hot chicken recipe. Uh, which What's I was, that for? I was working off of. No reason. Uh, it was it was what I was working off of to cook the hot chicken that we're currently eating right now. Um, it is very tasty. I did not make it perfectly this time, but I also tried to. I have a bad habit of of trying to take like good comfort foods, like good like like hearty like like buttery kind of foods, and trying to lighten them up in a way that's like, all right, I won't feel awful. Making this, I think but sometimes it you, have, you have to lean into them. Like yeah, if you're going to make a comfort one, food, it's going to be a comfort. This food. is oh. one I've got to lean in on. The problem is, is like so. Like this recipe called for lard. Now I've Oof. never cooked. I've never used lard. I no. know. I, I remember my uh, grandma used to use it, like yeah. Crisco or whatever. And the last time, yeah, is the that last lard? time, I made it. Uh, yeah, you just, <laughs> I honestly don't know. You can still buy Crisco. Crisco's not lard, but I mean, I think that they might make lard, but. I didn't use it the last time I made it, and I was just like, I just used straight butter. And this time I used, like, a light, like, a butter oil composite, and it just, it doesn't taste the same. Like, I, I think it still wound up being pretty good, but the next time I make it for you guys, I make Science, it. Science, man. Straight butter, baby. You ever watch Good Eats? 
Uh, no, I haven't. Oh my god. Um, yeah. With Alton Brown? Yeah. Yes. is amazing. Oh, I've, I've watched um, it's, Cut it, for Kitchen, so I know Alton Brown. It's, but I don't it is know. just so interesting, and it goes into the science of cooking. And it's like, and it's that's really, so evident. And, and, it's, it, and it'll explain things like why butter is, why you should use butter as opposed to margarine because yes. of the way it breaks down. And yes. Like that. It's very good. And they even now have like, I can't remember the full, like the actual name is like Good Eats Remastered or Revisited or something. Oh, wow. Where he goes back to old episodes and essentially redid them with modern day, like, yeah. knowledge. Because nice. food knowledge and science and stuff changes in the past 20 years or how sure. long it's been. So, like, they did a cookie episode where he made a gluten free flour blend and made gluten free cookies. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty sweet. I need to check it out. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do co- like, good cooking. Dude, food's just great. Like, food, like I, I know it's just, food is just awesome. And, the and most it's an basic sta- take. Basic take. Food, fucking great. Fucking food. Food is lit as hell. <laughs> food fucks. Food Damn fucks. Right. That's its own website. Food fucks by Matt Kelsey. All right, let's, uh, oh, let's get that URL. It's like yeah. cake farts. <laughs> food, <laughs> foodfucks.com and just get it forwarded to uh, the space going the down the wrong way. <laughs> If somebody can, uh, if before I, because I'm going to forget by the end of the show, but if somebody could lock down foodfucks.com <laughs> for the Brose podcast and have it redirect to our Facebook page. If we haven't already. Yeah. Ooh, I'm on yeah. it after this one. So, Sean, Google. Or did we do? Oh, yeah. Know, paella. 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 Yeah, because we were trying to figure that out because uh, it said my wine pa- paired with uh, paella. And, yeah, and we think that's that paella? It was paella. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we had it right. Okay. You had it right. All right. Um, all right. Next so what's next? This is from Emily Cooper. Who's Emily Cooper? Emily Cooper is a uh, friend she of Mary. She's, she asks us about toxic masculinity. And she's asked us a bunch of questions. Oh, word. Usually yeah. the ones that I, like, I'm worried that we're going to fuck up on. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, you guys are going to have to help me with this one. Oh, no. uh, favorite Edgar Wright movie and why? Who is Edgar, Edgar Wright? Edgar Wright is the director of such, such films as Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Uh, Hot Fuzz, End of the World, Scott Pilgrim. Uh-huh. Uh, he was supposed to do Ant-Man, but then didn't. He did uh, Baby Driver. Uh, oh cool there's my answer baby driver fucking loved movie, it that movie was dope as hell soundtrack was phenomenal uh i like the idea with uh the character having it's like yeah i drive but that's eh, yeah and who, he had um tinnitus i think yeah he always had that ringing in his ears mm-hmm. and high hopes and wanting to live a good life but yeah it was a really good heist movie kind of yeah, oh, he he did Scott Pilgrim. Yes, Dude, that, yes. That, I can't remember if you know that. <laughs> yeah, he did say. We we already said that we don't listen. The to one him. like <laughs> also like the best way to work in um, Hocus Pocus by Focus into a fucking mm-hmm. gunfight was yeah. clutch as hell. Yeah, that was, was really so good. good. He does he does a lot of work with like the the sound in music because if you remember, there's that uh, scene in Shaun of the Dead when they're fighting zombies to "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen. Yeah, 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 yeah that was really yeah, good. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And it's like, and he does that stuff too. I would yeah. say Scott Pilgrim is probably my favorite because yeah. that that comic series. Oh, he made Scott so Pilgrim. He made yeah, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I still haven't yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah, he made Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay, it's I haven't good. finished. No. Well, that... just I was googling. Okay, Edgar Wright. When you <laughs> yeah, said he, um, he, uh, he was do when they were making Scott Pilgrim it was the same time that he, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley was finishing Scott Pilgrim. So, like the book when he was making when Edgar Wright yeah. was making the movie, the books weren't finished yet, so they didn't have an ending. Oh, okay. And so he made the ending. Like, if there isn't a deleted scene where Scott ends up with Knives Chow, who is his initial yeah. uh, love interest, not Ramona yeah. Flowers, who he ends up with in the Right. Movie. Yeah. Because Knives kicks ass, and Knives is great. And Except he treats Knives like complete shit. Yeah, and also she's yeah. in high school, and he is in his 20s. Yeah. No, but. Is <laughs> she 18? 
Uh, I don't know. I feel like she's 17. No, I, she's, she's, like, she's, she's I think too she young. might even be 16. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's gross. Whatever. And Something it, to do with age of consent is in like, there. Yeah. He's, that. he's like 20. I don't think he's 20s. I think he's like 20. He's yeah. old enough to drink. Is it? Well, he's at least 21. Isn't it also it's, Canada? Re- regardless, it's gross. It is, yeah. <laughs> it is gross. Not justifying. The, the, Statutory the they, rape is still rape. I've never yeah. seen yeah. the. I've never read the comic, but the way they portray it in the movie, like she's perceived to be very young. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's how it is in the comic, and it's, it's supposed to be gross. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's Scott. Hot Fuzz is up there for me. But that movie I, is, I, I think, underrated. So good. I haven't seen, seen it in a long time. But the last I, like 30 minutes are a straight fight scene. Yeah, and it's very good. Scott Pilgrim yeah. is also up there just because like the aesthetics. I, it's I, so I really good. like it. Yeah, and um, what's your name? Uh, Aubrey Plaza is in it. She's really good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a cross between either uh, Scott Pilgrim or Shaun of the Dead. I can't pick one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like Scott. You got Shaun of the Dead. I love the zombies. You got Scott Pilgrim. All of the pop culture references. I Wait, don't did you Scott Pilgrim? My favorite part of Scott Pilgrim is... Uh... <laughs> my favorite part of Wait, Scott Pilgrim is... Did, did you guys know Edgar Wright did Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> wow, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Who's Edgar Wright? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the battle of the bands when you got like the, the metal, like the emo band, like I Am Sad, I Am So Very Sad. <laughs> yeah. It's two seconds and uh, it's like, this next song is... And then while it's like, thank you very much. And Wallace... Like, it's not a race! <laughs> and <laughs> Scott, it's so good. Scott yeah, Pilgrim so good. soundtrack... Fucks. It, I still listen it's, to it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Beck wrote it all, mm-hmm. which is even like it's so good. Beck did. Yeah, yeah. That makes so much more sense wow. now. It's very good. So those are our favorite Edgar Wright movies. What are your favorite Edgar Wright movies? Reach out to us at our Facebook or uh, Bros underscore Podcast. At yes, I'll make sure to tweet know. at Edgar Wright when I ask this. Please yes. do. Yeah, please. What a good follow questions. Brose questions at gmail dot com. Yeah, Brose questions at gmail dot com. If you like to ask us similar questions, um, but. Yeah, because my Edgar Wright um, mm. knowledge is uh, limited, although I do hear that he, he directed Scott Pilgrim. So. <laughs> I think he directed Scott What's Scott Pilgrim? Pilgrim? So. I don't worry. All right, we're done. What's the next, what's the next I question? I was googling Edgar Wright <laughs> when I said that. All right. All right, next. <laughs> when you are old, what do you think your grandchildren will ask you to tell stories about? Trees. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you get dark real quick. <laughs> Huh. Breathing I'm, fresh air. I'm thinking how Jesus. video games used to be, like, because uh, video games have changed so much just within our lifespan. It's, it's bonkers. It's yeah. bonkers. it's crazy. So I would love to sit my kid down and be like, "Here's a Nintendo," and be like, "Where are the rest of the buttons?" Well, it's it's kind of crazy if you go. It's it's easier to go back further to like a Mar the original Mario than it is to go back to like a Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, because mm-hmm. honestly, the graphics will take you out of it. Whereas this. Like the the eight bit kind of graphics are really timeless. Like yes. they're still like you get it. It's it's more it's abstract in a way that's mm-hmm. really relatable, and I, I really like that. This is really dumb, but I think they're going to ask me about the Super Bowl. I think they're going to ask me about the Eagles Super Bowl because it was the first one they won, and it's going to seem like an old kind of thing because it's like you were there for the first Eagles Super Bowl. And now that's assuming that they're going to win a few more after that. But like, if you were there yeah. for it, like that's kind of a cool thing. Like, that's that's like the question of like. Uh, like you, you used to be able to ask your grandparents where they were when JFK was assassinated. Oh, like, uh, you know, they, they, September like, they could ask us about they'll they'll ask us about September oh, 11th because yeah. we were alive during then things like that. And they could ask uh, us about what the like about Trump, like when Trump was elected. Yeah, yeah. when like, Nazis just, came back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you remember? You guys remember when Nazis the started second, being a second thing wave again? Nazism? Yeah, and it, I, I mean, I hope they don't. Yeah. I, ideally, this is just a blip. And, you know, we move on. But definitely September 11th. 9-11 is huge. They will definitely ask about that. 
Um, are there any other like cataclysmic or or positive uh, historical events that you think that they'll they'll ask us about? Do you think they'll ask us about like Barack Obama? I was say Obama or legalizing gay marriage or anything. Yeah, like that? I was gonna like, say gay marriage. Like, yeah. a, there, a lot of stuff politically is happening in our lifetime to where our grandkids might. When they look back on it, be like, "That's stupid that that wasn't real." You Tell the, me about it. You've got the decriminalization of the drug wars. So you got like marijuana becoming legal. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't think. I mean, like, I think this is in an ideal world where our grandchildren are curious. But like, honestly, I never asked them about the civil rights movement. And no. like, that was that only happened what 50, 70 years ago, 60, 70 years ago. It started about seventy. Yeah, it was about seventy yeah. years ago. It started, and, and then... I never asked any of my parents. And honestly, any of my grandparents. Honestly, they probably weren't super about it. Yeah, like it's it's a changing time kind of thing. And I'd like to think that that people who are around nowadays are a little bit more progressive. But somehow, some way, like I, I do think in like thirty years, there's something's going to come about where where even the most progressive among us are going to be like a little hesitant to embrace it just because we're old. And I think you're right. I feel that way about um, memes now. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like Jake will say shit, and I'm like, "What is going on?" Yeah, like, it's yeah. Just, he, I mean, it's your as long as it's not what? yeat, I don't care. Why oh, is Shaggy fucking oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Yeah. The Shaggy meme came out of nowhere. Remember when? Remember the? I don't moth get meme? what is what is the Shaggy meme. Yes, I, 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 I've never heard. I of was it. gonna ask when I made this joke earlier. I was like, I feel like Matt doesn't get what this is. Yeah, go ahead. Um, go off. Go off. Yeet. <laughs> so more or less, it's it's uh, the perpetuation that Shaggy uh, was possessed by more or less a god, and this is Shaggy from Scooby. Shaggy from Scooby yeah. Shaggy. No, who, it the, wasn't because oh, there, there's an ep- there's an episode of Scooby Doo when um, Shaggy is is in. I think I thought therapy. it was the I thought it was the movie. It was one of them. Well, no, it was the first it, live action movie. From no, what I've seen, it was commentary from the movies and they're talking so, in front of the oh all that's made up yeah that's not real that's all from so reddit. here's so here's oh. what happened i looked up i'm it all started in reddit right well i think so but what happened was there was an episode of uh scooby-doo it might have been a, one of the movies uh but shaggy is in therapy and every time he hears the word down i think gets like real badass like jason Bourne type shit Huh. And so <laughs> Bro, they, that's definitely an episode. That's not the movie. So then they start. Um, so then there was uh, edits where um, they made it so that when Shaggy was doing all the badass stuff, he was a Super Saiyan or what? What is the? There's like a new version of Super Saiyan where yeah, he gets like blue God. Super Saiyan God. Yeah, Super, it's essentially Super Saiyan Blue yeah. is what they call it. And then and so he was so there were edits <clears throat> of that, and then it kind of evolved. The progression was now. Uh, uh, now Shaggy is a god and un- <laughs> unkillable. And so now I, I it's, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> now, now it's they like, just mash up Shaggy and like, oh, that's cute that you did this atomic attack. You made me use <laughs> you. you oh yeah, you made me use You almost made me use ten percent of my power. And then and then they took clips of. Um, I went and killed Velma Scoop. I can't, can't remember the actor's name, but from the live oh, Matthew, action movie, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, 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 they took clips of him and they just added subtitles. It'd be like, so when I came into Shaggy, I needed to be the Shaggy. <laughs> And like <laughs> I am Shaggy, I wanted to be, yeah. and I am so. And people are like, so like, can it. you tell us? Can you tell us more about this? He's like, I mean, I didn't think I was high when we made this movie, but I don't remember this. <laughs> so, yeah. this it, is so, so it's more or less the field. internet just well, taking something down. That's what, that's what I'm down. saying. Like we're just like way like it's everything is happening so fast. I don't like there's just shit that we're gonna like. 
I feel like there are cultural touchstones that I don't remember happening. No. Right? Like, no. Like, like there's, probably. It's mostly centered around Ariana Grande, from my understanding of Who? things. That every, every cultural touchdown now centers upon something that Ariana Grande Yeah, getting a tattoo that said, uh, <laughs> uh barbecue, barbecue Girl. Charcoal <laughs> Barbecue rings. Yeah. So the symbols that she got separately mean seven rings, but together mean Charcoal Barbecue Girl. <clears throat> And then she got a different. She got she got it fixed. So she put the the one of the other symbols, like below it. So it's so like to add to it. But that's not how you read Japanese. So it still says like barbecue grill and then the other. Thing. Yeah. This yeah. is my favorite so she- part about using symbols from other languages that you don't understand. And like my dad works with a bunch of people from like Thailand and China and other countries. And people will come in with symbols, and they'll just start fucking laughing. They'll be like, what? It means strength. And it's like, that means duck farts. <laughs> my, my, uh, <laughs> I have a buddy who lives in Japan. He localizes video games for any creates. He says that they have shirts over there that just have the word get written on it. <laughs> um, the English word get written on them. Why? Well, it's the same thing. It's, it's just, just like, these yeah. are these are uh, cool symbols. Backwards. Uh, and it's just like, yeah. oh, that's dope. Look at the look at how swirly that one is. Whoa! Yeah. It's like just do it, but it's just get get get. But I, uh, back to the question stories I would like to tell my grandkids is something that I kind of wish I asked my grandfather more about his life with my grandmother, and like he told me how him and my grandmother met and things like that. I kind of wish I had been had had the time and the the thought process to ask him more about their life together. Before they passed away, I think mm. that's that's a that's nice, that's yeah. wholesome, and, that, that, and I agree. And that's, that's why he's Betty White, and that's yeah. <laughs> and that's generational. That's not generation specific. Like that's not specifically yeah, yeah, like no, you know we should have done that. You know our kids yeah. will hopefully do that with us and ask yeah. about our relationships with family and friends and everything. Like that's that goes beyond the time period. Yeah. Like when they when they ask me in thirty years how they how I met their grand. Uh, Grandmother, I could be like, listen to Brose podcast episode seven point one. Is this or no? Is this is this the sequel to How I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Grandmother? Exactly. This is forty seasons. (laughs) All right. Uh, What is our next question? Next question. How how many more do we have? By the way, from this episode, this is the last one. We've got the one from. Okay, we're one. we're approaching. What do we have? Fifty minutes, I think. Right. So we might do. We might push that, that one back. The... That's minus the eleven minutes uh, of of nonsense. Right, let's, yeah. just, let's just end with this one, and then we'll just we'll push that one again. <laughs> right, if we don't get to, it, we don't. The auxiliary get to. question: Do you think aliens exist? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I agree. It's, I I feel like it's a statistical in like in impossible. It's a statistical impossibility that they don't exist. I wouldn't say impossibility. It's just. Highly, highly unlikely. Do I think that aliens have existed? Us, me, could be. Existed among us, you mean? Like, 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 visited us. I said that completely wrong. Yeah, no. Do I I think that they visited us? Maybe, maybe not. There's a lot of things that can be explained away as like government projects. Because yeah, government projects happen. Then they get caught and like, no, it wasn't us. Or they'll be like. We're going to make it seem like this is a cover up, but yeah, no, we were testing something. Just as large as we're just going to make you think it was an alien. Well, just yeah, and it's just as large as the universe is. To your point, like the odds of there being another planet that has enough living organisms where an well, alien could exist the, are pretty strong. The universe is infinite. Yeah. So just yeah, like you're saying, just based on probability, it's it's almost yeah. It's it's, 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 it's ignorant. It's, it's as yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think any aliens have met us because for the same reason, the universe is infinite. What yeah. are the chances and, that we got two right next to each other? But yeah. it could happen. Yeah. 
And, we, and uh, speaking about memes and aliens, Matt's hair is perfectly suited for aliens. <laughs> aliens. Put my hat back on, you <laughs> Why? This is why I have a hat on in the uh, in the Brose logo, because my hair looks so dumb. <laughs> and this is why I sneakily <laughs> took I a, a picture of you, so I could... Oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so we want to knock out the last one or push this again? Yeah, you know, let's, let's let's you have, do you have another all, point? We all believe in aliens. Yeah. Cool. Aliens, aliens exist. Um, I don't think... They have have they contacted us? Nah. No. Mm, probably not. Okay. Unlikely. Yeah. All right. So then this was pushed from episode... Are we on 7? 7.1. This is 7.2. So this was pushed from the end of 7.1. What's the most interesting documentary you've ever watched? Okay, I got it. The Final Member. It is a documentary <laughs> about this... On it. I think it's so good. It's about this Swedish guy who people would give him penises... As like animal penises, like petrified animal penises, as like a prank gift. Like, oh, this is All a right. cane that is also a penis, and he just slowly started accumulating them. And so then he opened a museum to to like display all of these penises. And the final member is in reference to he's trying to get <laughs> a human penis to display in his penis museum. There's a lot of laws on that, though. I well, that's imagine. the thing is like there's this uh, there is it is between these two guys trying to give. Like one guy's old. He's like, when I die, he's an ex- he's a famous explorer from the country that wherever the country is. I think it's Sweden. Okay. And he's uh and he's trying to give his penis like donate it. And it's like there's a law on the books that your penis has to be so long in order to be eligible. Like, as you, <laughs> really yeah, and as wow. you, and as you get older, um, like their shrinkage happens just because you get old. Yeah, sure. And so he's worried like. He's not going to be able to give it. And then there's this crazy dude in America who loves his wiener and wants to amputate it while he's like living and donate it because he's so proud of it. He's like, the the future needs to see my penis. It's so, it's so good. It is, it is one of, it was one of those things where like Mary and I were just kind of scrolling through Netflix and it came up and we're like, oh, we have to watch this because it's, it's, it's at worst, it'll be something dumb. And then we move on. We just like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. dumb. But it's, it is so engaging and the guy is is so, like the dude who owns the penis museum is so normal and it's cr- and like that kind of blows your yeah. mind because you're like this is just a this is like a grandpa who wants a nice museum yeah <laughs> and he's like and he wants to like demystify penises he doesn't want them to be taboo because he's like they're part of your body deal yeah. with it yeah it's hey, so good hey grandpa what do you do i show people dicks <laughs> all day every day all day every and day honestly, so, uh, the final member, if you can find it, watch it 100%. Okay. It's so good. Best documentary I've ever seen. My wow. favorite. And Interesting. I, yeah. I love documentaries, but that one was my favorite. Interesting. Okay. Um, Tim, do you have a selection? I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched a documentary. Not, not Fahrenheit, even in, no Fahrenheit 9-11. No not even Michael in school. Boy. Yeah, we watched like Bowling for Columbine yeah, yeah, in no, high school. Never saw him. I think the closest thing to a documentary I got was Super Size Me. That's yeah, a yeah. So that's a good documentary. <clears throat> all right, so the one documentary <laughs> I have fully it, watched. It wins by default. There and the go. first thing I said, and we watched, li- and we had it on DVD in my health class, which is what we watched it in. So we watched like the extra stuff he did on the side, like we're gonna take fries from McDonald's, the burger joint down the road, the pizza shop down the road, and ones we made from straight up potatoes, put them in containers and see how they rot. Yeah, and more or less after th- multiple months, the mcdonald's ones were exactly the same yeah that's terrible the ones from the pizza shop had like a little bit of white fuzz the other ones were indistinguishable from mold because they were just mold 
And then they had to scrap the rest of it because the cleaning lady threw everything out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, that's a good, I mean, that's a good. But my yeah. immediate response after all of this was, I could really go for a double quarter That's pounder. what happened. Like, I was just like, yeah. I, want, I want food. It didn't yes. dissuade me in any way from going to McDonald's. If anything, McDonald's. it made no. me go straight to McDonald's. Yeah. It's like yeah. That had the opposite effect. That's the weird thing. It's like the supersize me thing. It was sort of telling us what I think we, uh, even as younger people knew, it's like, of course this is yeah. good for you. No like, shit. Yeah, that's, that was my, my reaction to that movie. It's, it's like, interesting yeah, to no. see the, the lengths to which it made your health worse, but like, yeah, we know. It was also an unrealistic, controlled experiment. Yeah. Because could- he's just like, I will never exercise. I will literally walk to work. Everything else will be delivered to me, yeah. or I will be in a car. Yeah, he it's like had to, nobody yeah, does it's, it. It's not replicable. In it's, any yeah, way. it's 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 unrealistic. Anyway, like yes, a lot of people don't have a lot of exercise, but they probably won't have McDonald's necessarily delivered. Probably something else. So, yeah. I guess it's somewhat equitable. But at that point in time, we didn't have Grubhub, we didn't have DoorDash, we didn't have any of that shenanigans. So it was mm. just super unrealistic. And it's like, yeah, if that was all you ate, which nobody does. But in the same yeah. documentary, they had that one guy who literally eats one Big Mac every day and has for the past fifty well, it, years. And, it's, you can and he's a skinny little fucker. Yeah, yeah. you can control. Yeah. This is these are my calories. I'm gonna take this much in. Yeah. I yeah. exercise because I'm gonna. And honestly, there's not that many calories in a Big Mac. It's a no. lot. It's more than you want to eat. But yeah. it's like like eight hundred or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like if, if you like if all you eat is like a like a like a, a cup of yogurt and like a banana the rest of the day or mm-hmm. something like that. Like you you can make it to your goal calories without everything's fun in moderation eating one big mac a day is fine eating three bag big macs a day is it no and that's that's true of anything yeah Yeah. i think i think the most interesting documentary that i've watched at least as far as my interest is is one called i know that voice it's it's about that's a good one too it's really good it's all about voiceovers and like like specifically for animation and it has a lot of um, boy. I'm already forgetting all the names, but the guy who plays Bender. Um, uh, it has his name Michael something. Billy West. Though. Billy West is in it. He he's plays Fry, and he has a lot of different voices. Um, I think uh, I think Tom Kenny, who does SpongeBob SquarePants and a lot of animated oh voices, yeah. is in there. He's phenomenal. He's yeah. phenomenal. He's he's great. Um, and, and I love that because I just love. I'm like, oh, I know that voice. I know that because I am that guy. I know that voice. I know that voice. I know that voice. Yeah. Um, like H. John Benjamin, I know from you know Archer and from uh, the home movies back in the day. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, like I, I love that kind of <laughs> stuff, and I love seeing people who can manipulate their voice. Like when I found out. That Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker. It blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> and it's like so it's, awesome. it's so awesome. Like this is Luke Skywalker, and he's <laughs> right. he's a perfect Joker voice. Like I I love voiceover. Like I I I I would like to pursue that as like a side career. And just knowing that, like just just that all that whole thing, and like knowing how the business works, and knowing how people sort of. Like, it's not just like, a, oh, well, I know how to make funny voices. Like, you sort of have to, like, okay, my idea for this character was to combine Richard Nixon and, uh, like, <laughs> like Carol Channing. And, <laughs> and, and suddenly that's my voice for, like, Leela. Like, it's, it's interesting to hear how people get the inspiration for the characters that they create through their voices. So that, lo- that was really love, interesting. I would love to try to get into voiceover. Yeah. It's just, it's always, like, I love animation. I love any of that stuff that, voiceover to me is just like a yep. premium career choice that I would love to try to do. It's really cool. Um, and so so if you're interested in that kind of thing, or even if you're just interested in animation or like show business in general, I, I know a voice is, or I know that voice is, is a really good pick. Um, Rich, do you have any, any ideas for good documentary? I've been, I don't, I haven't watched, like the only one I can think of that I watched 
will supersize me. Besides that, like, I'm going to go for a little bit of a stretch here. It wasn't a documentary movie. You can maybe say it was a docuseries. Dirty Jobs? Okay. Yeah, the, mic- the micro. micro. Like, anything micro does. He has a Facebook uh, TV show called uh, uh, Returning the Favor. Yes. Where they, they uh, profile somebody who does just, like, awesome stuff. And then they give back to them and their uh, um, charitable association that they're running. Mm-hmm. So the most recent one they did was a woman who provides like feminine care products like bras and and uh, like tampons and stuff to women who cannot afford them because of the pink tax. Yeah. And so they just were like, here's this profile about this woman. And then here's tons of like $25,000 to get this going even further. Yeah. And so, like, anything Micro generally does that's a documentary about people, mm-hmm. I I love. I love those Ma- Micro gets a, lo- a little bit of, of, of flack because he, he, he's d- done some stuff that's tied to the Koch brothers. Like, he the the whole manual labor thing like it's it's a little bit of a bit but like he i genuinely like the stuff that yeah. he does and i like the attention that he draws to people <clears throat> who do like blue collar work yeah um and, and do I, trade work and on a related subject of voiceovers got a hell of a voice oh yeah uh, I, just, really, I just really love that he voice. started on qvc yeah, yes he yeah, did it did. just blows my mind yeah like his story is really interesting like his I, I his politics seem a little bit like foggy and i think he skews a little bit more conservative so you know make it that what you will but i i i do like I, the attention that he draws yeah, to yeah, i think dirty jobs did a good thing yes it yeah. was a good and he nice. even he even runs the micro works which is yes. pushing for more like carpentry training and manual labor training which for i think jobs is, like that yeah that's awesome that's, that's a lot more needed nowadays than like an it professional because yeah. everyone's an it professional well yeah you don't really need i would have been better off making money if i was an english major and i you yeah. know got yeah, like, yeah. Of carpentry if yes. i got into into construction exactly. that would be amazing yeah, yeah. so you know that, that's a good pick too and, and yeah. those kind of series like the, the cnn does a bunch of those like the 90s or like comedy series and they're not really documentaries but they're like hour-long specials on different parts of the culture which are really like i used to watch just a ton of discovery channel so like like dirty jobs mythbusters stuff like that which you could maybe consider documentaries like those are my wheelhouse and dirty jobs was my number one i love that show all right Kids, we're we're, uh, we're we're right about there. Uh, if people want to hear more about your thoughts on dirty jobs or anything, Rich, where can they find you on Twitter? At b underscore walnuts, Mr. Hanson. Where they can find you? At uh, Tim R. Hanson. Tim R. Hanson. How about you, Sean? And hey, it's S O B. And I'm on Twitter at M Casnell. That's M K A S Z N E L. The podcast, of course, is available at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter, and you can email us your questions at brosequestions at gmail.com. We're available everywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere. Thanks, as always, to everybody who submitted questions for the show. Special thanks to Mary O'Brien for compiling everything and and, uh, and soliciting questions for us. And, of course, a big thanks to Shannon Vogel, uh, whose photography and art you can find on Facebook. She drew the logo for us for the show and it's it's a real piece of work more than we deserve frankly yeah yeah <laughs> dope as hell dope as hell so uh that's it for episode 7.2 uh for, until next time this is matt casnell for rich sweeten tim hansen sean o'brien and the entire action news team saying have a great night and as always a very pleasant tomorrow yeah. Yeah. ciao yeah.